Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We got to get some more players and things, but I'm real confident that we can get it back to what is a respectable plus for the for the state of Arkansas. And to be honest with you, that's really what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about my job. I'm not worried about. I'm worried about the damn state of Arkansas and having them proud of our football team. And hell, I'm not right now, and I know they ain't, and I get it, but. It's, I'm the only one that can change it. So we're going to work right here to get that done. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a great reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds, because we're going to react to everything that happened over the sports weekend that you want to react to. You can call or text in, 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback and after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. Going to talk a little uh, World Series action and a lot more with Chris Gordy. Sports Talk 790, he's been there covering the World Series and have a big Game 7. So really looking forward to catching up with him. We'll have best and worst of the weekend. And uh, just talk about and recapping everything that happened over the football weekend, too. And I don't know, is there anything that we need to open up the show with today, Joe? Anything important? News? Headlines? Something like that? Arkansas lost yeah. again. They did. So that's six straight losses. And they made a change with the offensive coordinator, Dan Enos, no longer the offensive coordinator. I keep trying to look at this box score and see if I can just, you know, maybe the game's not over with yet. Maybe, like, got a lightning strike delay or something. Nope. No, that was 7-3 it. It was to three was a final score of this game. Arkansas lost at home. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty rough. I was there in person. And I was making the joke that I didn't even get to see the points scored by Arkansas. It happened so early in the game, and the lines were a little bit longer going into the game itself. I didn't even get a chance to see the field goal, but I got to see the rest of it. I got to see all the the other great uh, offensive plays made by Arkansas in this one. And, man, it's bad. It is so bad. And things are really bad. And knowing that not only Arkansas loses that game, but firing of Dan Enos, which will play some audio from Sam Pittman on his reasoning behind it and why they did it and how what it's going to mean. But, man, you'd be hard-pressed to find a worse offensive performance that's not only you've had this season, but in a game like that against Mississippi State. Well, it's even funny looking at the box score when they recap the scoring. You only have two scores there. You have one from Arkansas that was early in the game, so early in the first quarter, and then the one from Mississippi State, which was early in the second quarter, and that is it. That's all that's listed there. Yeah, if you want the highlight of Arkansas's uh, entire game, here you go. Max Fletcher's the holder. The kick is perfect. And the Razorbacks have an early lead. That's it. That's, that's the highlights for Arkansas in this game. As uh, Cam Whittle is able to hit a 24-yard field goal there with 12.30 left to go in the first quarter. How do you not at Man. least make this a Cam Little game where Mississippi State only scored seven points? So if you can get move the ball, get in the field goal range, and we know that Cam Little can make long field goals. How do you not at least make it that type of game where you're getting in field goal range, Cam Little is putting field goals on the board, you walk away with a win? See, that's uh, a whole whole issue. It's not only uh, you know trying to get the points in any way, shape, and form possible, but you know you had an opportunity to 
possibly line up for a field goal and have a chance to kick a 51-yarder. And because of you not knowing what to do, using the words of Sam Pittman, and not knowing uh, what situation to find yourself in, you don't take a timeout, you take a delay a game, and then you decide to punt it. And granted, it was a good punt, got down deep, but it doesn't really matter because you didn't even give your team an opportunity to kick the field goals. You had one red zone opportunity, and that was off the interception. I know it's, uh, say, a lot of... Hi, was it hyperbole? Hyperbole, yeah. Yeah, I keep wanting to say hyperbole, but that's not it. Uh, hyperbole. That, uh, but, but you know, people say, hey, you know, I could, I could have, I could have coached this team to three points. I could have done that. And a lot of times, it's a little exaggeration. But no, I think almost everybody could have done the the three points and could have had this offense score three points because the only reason you even got points is because of an interception to start the game. It's the only reason you were even in a position to get a field goal right there. So the thing that is bothering about that whole deal, you know, punt or kick the field goal. Of course, you know that Cam Little is capable of making a 51-yard field goal, but just kind of the indecision and the explanation to it where Coach Pittman said he didn't know what to do in the situation. Now, when you punt the ball, you pin the team deep, and you do give your, op- your defense an opportunity because they have been a playmaking defense to get the ball back to the offense. That's fine if it works out and you come away with a win then nobody's talking about that, but because it was a loss, now everybody is putting focus on it, and they're talking about you should have been able to kick the field goal, and then the fact that he comes back and says he didn't know what to do in that situation, it just magnifies it even more. Yeah, you just never want to hear that from your head coach, and uh, I just I just never would have dreamed, never would have dreamed that if you would have told me that Arkansas was going to hold an SEC opponent to seven points in a game, seven points in a game, that they would lose, especially at home. I, I, I thought that the 10-3 to Arkansas-Auburn game in Fayetteville back in 2003 was bad. I thought the 9-7 to Arkansas loss against Auburn back in 2007 was bad. But losing a game 7-3 to at home, beautiful weather, defense bringing it, and, and Mississippi State having their backup quarterback in there, and, you, and, just, and, that's, and that's the result that comes along with it, 200 yards of offense. It, it's unexplainable, but... Firing Dan Enos, I don't know, uh, you know what what that's going to do. Is that is that going to fix anything? I don't think so. But I get it as a coach, you got to do something. You know, you got to show it to your not only your players but to your the fans and to everybody that this is not something that you can just continue on to do. Because if you can't score more than that against Mississippi State, who's been giving up a lot of points, how can you have any faith <laughs> going forward at all against any other team? You got to shake it up. You got to make a change, and you're in desperation mode right now. Because even Sam Pittman said in his press conference today, he says, "My butt's on the line. All of us are. Right. Like we we got to make change. We got to so, do something." Well, that's not anything that wasn't known. I guess by him being vocal about it and really putting it out there for everybody to know that he's thinking about that and he knows that, then it does make a difference. But they're in desperation mode, so it's four games left. They have to win out. To be able to get to a bowl game is not likely. We talked about it even before this Mississippi State game that it wasn't likely they were going to win four of the last five. Now you're at the point where you have to win out. So Mm -hmm. desperation mode, you make a change here, and you hope that maybe you can see some positive results. And they felt like this was the only opportunity they had at it to possibly turn it around was to make this change. And then it comes at the time of a bye week. And this is when you have plenty of time to implement changes within the team. And that's not to say that everything is going to be completely different, but this is an opportunity to implement some of those changes. And so that's why it makes sense in the big picture to make it at this time because you do have to win these last four and and you have a bye week. You have two weeks to be able to make some changes that – you need to uh, win this next game. Trying to figure it out. Kenny Guyton, the wide receiver coach, will now be the quarterback's coach and the offensive coordinator. And Sam Pippen, when he met with the media today, uh, just went right into it and gave uh, gave an opening statement as to the decision and what was going on and uh, how it happened with Dan Enos being fired. Uh, good afternoon. I think the first thing, and maybe I can eliminate some of your questions, um, would be on Dan. Uh, Enos, uh, you know, the first thing I want to say is Dan worked extremely hard, um, was in the building all the time, put a lot of hours into it, um, and things of that nature. It just, it just wasn't working. And, uh, so 
um, yesterday morning we decided uh, to make it make a change there uh, or not a change but uh, go ahead and 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 uh, um, let Dan go and then uh, yesterday afternoon we had a or yesterday after that, briefly after that, I had a meeting with the offensive staff and called a lot of recruits. Um, we're going to have uh, Kenny Guyton move to quarterbacks, and he'll call the plays. And Derek Keefe uh, will be the wide receiver coach. He obviously was in that um, system uh, at uh, Alabama. And... Um, uh, so that would be that. Uh, I met with, uh, I've been in uh, meetings yesterday and today with the offensive staff. Um, we're trying to uh, eliminate some of the uh, volume that we have offensively. Um, obviously, it was important that we stayed in-house so we wouldn't have a lot of terminology and things. we got to give our ch- kids a chance to win and uh it uh, just seems that nothing ever came easy for us uh, this year. And uh, uh, we've got to do some things differently. And one of it is cut down the volume that we have. And uh, and so uh, I've been uh, meeting with those guys all morning on that, and, and uh, we'll go from there. So that's Sam Pittman giving the opening statement today about Dan Enos and think he basically laid it out what everybody else had been seeing it's just it, it wasn't working it, it there may have been uh their experience with enos and he may have been a guy who's had some success in college at, at different places but it, it just wasn't working and they decided to make that change and decided to to move forward and uh giving it to the reins to kenny guyton and you know maybe they can mix some things up but people forget you know kenny guyton was a quarterback so uh, him coming over to the quarterbacks is not just an unheard of thing but it, uh, to hear it just you know laid out that way of like yeah it wasn't working it wasn't clicking I think yeah everyone saw that one and it's just just a shame because now it feels like it's a wasted year and it's too little too late even if the offense does get a go and even if it does do a little bit better under Kenny Guyton uh, it just feels like it's all for naught because you're sitting here right now at two and six and it, it's man, you lost was now at five of your six one possession games that you've lost it's just feels like just such a wasted year at this point. <laughs> well, we talk about it quite a bit. It depends on how it plays out. So if it plays out, and we don't expect it, but if it plays out from this point, you made the change and you went out, then it was well worth it, and it would be meaningful. This would be something that would be meaningful for the season. But the Florida game on the road already was going to be tough. Ending the year against Missouri at home mm-hmm. was already going to be tough. So – if, if you already think about it like that, that those games were going to be tough, and then you're at this point of your season where it looks like all is lost, but then you end up winning out, and because of this change, that is something that can be job-saving. It could be something that does save the program at this point, but we don't expect that. No, until we see it, it's hard to expect anything at this point in time. But we at least know that it has been changed, that Danny's is no longer the offensive coordinator, and they have this bye week to try to figure things out and get ready for Florida on the road. But we still have a lot to get to today, folks. And we want to, of course, hear from you on a reaction Monday. What did you make of that game on Saturday? What do you make of the firing of Dan Enos? Does it matter? Does it change anything? Is the season saved? Or are you just wanting to blow up the whole thing and move on? Let us know by calling or texting in at 501-661-1037. We'll get to that and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Join Morning Mayhem this Friday, broadcasting live from Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. Start your trick or treating with a trip to Fletcher Dodge this Friday morning on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. After another abysmal offensive performance this weekend from Arkansas in their 7-3 home loss to Mississippi State, Dan Enos has been fired as the offensive coordinator. The Razorback offense produced just 200 yards against a Bulldogs defense that allowed nearly 30 points per game. The Enos called offense is dead last in the SEC in points per game with 26.5, and, and they mustered just 309 yards per game. According to NCAA.com, Arkansas's total offense is ranked 119th in the country out of 130 teams. Wide receivers coach Kenny Guyton 
will take over play calling responsibilities for the remainder of the season. Arkansas is on a bye week this week. They'll get back to action next Saturday against Florida in the Swamp. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L. This is Pat Bradley, and listen for me weekly on Morning Mayhem, presented by Bradford Marine, an ATV with six statewide locations. It's riding season. Visit Bradford Marine and ATV and check out the Can-Am Riker motorcycle. Stop by today for the best in-store inventory and discount prices. View all the inventory online at BradfordMarine.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is stuffed cabbage rolls for only $6.49 per pound with seasoned carrots for $4.49 per pound. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas truck and trailer take exit 7 on i440 or call 568-2185 rich eisen here from monday night football on westwood one coming up brock purdy and the five and one niners travel to minnesota to face kirk cousins and the two and four vikings will san francisco rebound from their first loss of the season last week join kevin harlan and hall of famer kurt warner to find out on air and on the free live stream sponsored by autozone on monday night football here on 1037 The Buzz. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be president of state where lawful to wager. Must be 21 plus and president in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-922-4700 or visit KSGamblingHelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit Gamb
New York. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down goal to go, just outside the five. In the gun, K.J. bad snap, balls on the ground. Jefferson picks it up, rolling right. Got a man, touchdown Arkansas! Armstrong in the back of the end zone. The snap hit the turf, K.J. never panicked, picked it up, rolled right. And the throw was right on the money. On 103.7 The Buzz. Out of bounds, folks, and I know a lot of you are going to be calling in and texting in to talk about how you're done with the football season, but lucky for you, deer season's a fast approaching, which I know a lot of you may be already moving on to it, and there is no better place to get all of your deer, duck, whatever hunting season apparel, and everything that you need to make it happen than Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart, because when there is no tree in the exact spot to be a good tree stand set, Use a ground blind instead, which Max Prairie Wings has the solution for you with the all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind that takes ground blind hunting to a whole new level. It's also no, it's also nice to know uh, what's going on in your stand too, so you can start seeing the action as it happens, even when you're not in the woods. With the Tacticam Reveal X Pro Trail camera, and it's text real-time photos right to your cell phone. And it is just 149 at Max Prairie Wings. These specials are available both online and in store if you visit their website at maxpw.com. And they are your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. So check them out today at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart and at maxpw.com. Again, it's Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. And we'll get to a lot of your reactions here in just a second. I did want to play this, though, on Sam Pittman being asked with Dan Enos. When he after he fired him, why did it go wrong? So wrong with Dan Enos as the OC. I think a lot of coaching has to do with enthusiasm, spirit, uh, wanting to run through a wall for different people. And I just, we just really never had that on on the offensive side of the ball. If you look at it defensively, um, you know, there's a lot of that there. Um, I think you can get guys to play better than maybe even what their talents are. Uh, if they believe in you, and and to be honest with you, until uh, this season, that has been a, uh, I think, a positive about me uh, that you know guys seem to want to play and and those things of that nature, and and uh, they've got it going on defense, so I know it's possible to do. Uh, we have a lot of similar players that we've had in the past. Uh, it just never clicked. And it really never did. And uh, uh, so this is not a move to uh, for any other reason than it just wasn't working. And it's not a move to, to can the season. We've got a really good defense. If our offense can go out and function and function well, we still have games that we can win, and we need to. And... Uh, so uh, I don't I can't really put a finger on it except uh, there was it was just rough um, our kids weren't as motivated and that can go on me as well our kids weren't as motivated to play as as what I have seen in the past and I mean, you could tell the way we took the field on Saturday that it was like you know, and I can be, remember being on the headset going, "Are we? What are we doing?" I mean, it's almost like a bum 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 as we're going out there, and we were in the game the entire game. It just didn't feel like it, and uh, so. And I'll give Mississippi, Mississippi State had a great game plan and all that, but we didn't adjust, and uh, so I don't. I, that would be the only thing we've lost our spirit so that's essentially uh what sam Pittman breaks it down of what went wrong with dan enos and kind of gets into the whole hey <laughs> didn't have uh didn't have the enthusiasm didn't have the run through the brick wall mentality didn't have the energy and 
it was very evident and even felt that way out there. And if you don't have that mentality to one, you want to go out there and play and uh, give it your all and you know believe in what you're trying to do, then it's pretty much all for lost. And that's kind of what it uh, at least looked like. Where you got good players, and maybe even Dan Enos is a, is a better OC than what we saw, and maybe at somewhere else. But I mean, if you don't have the enthusiasm to go out there and play, then that, that's hard to get back just by going through the same routine each and every week. It's easy to say that with the result and after the loss, but if that's something that Coach Pittman was feeling before the game, during the game, then how about pulling everybody together and and trying to change that at the time? So, you know, it sounds like a case of reflecting on the game itself and the result and saying, well, it didn't really feel right. But if you felt that way from the beginning or during the game, that's a moment to bring everybody in. Yeah, so he, a lot of that, even though you know people weren't satisfied with Danny Enos and Danny Enos is gone, in this situation he is made to be the fall guy, and some of that does go on Coach Pittman, and because that's it starts with him. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, it's going to be uh, him that ends up being the deciding factor of whether or not this keeps going, and or if they decide to just blow it all up. He. You can't be sitting here at 2-6 and six and not feeling an immense amount of pressure, and I think he does, and I think he should. I think everybody should in that building because they know it comes down to wins and losses. You can't have a performance like that happen. And, you know, it, it, you're doing something, and it doesn't mean it's going to equate to anything, but you're doing something. You're trying to figure out some sort of way to get the team back motivated, and who knows? Who knows? Maybe, just maybe, having Kenny Guyton as the guy – has at least a new energy. I don't know if it's going to be play calling or anything, but maybe it just provides a little bit more energy for a newness of having a different guy up there calling the plays. And uh, I think even Sam Pittman said he's not going to be in the booth. He's going to be on the sidelines with the team during that time. So, you know, maybe the energy can just be able to provide some sort of spark. But, you know, when you're getting out there and you're not – you're lost confidence is all it is. You're not believing as an offensive player that what Danny Enos is doing and what the offense is doing is working – and if you don't have the energy to go out there and, and make it work, then yeah, that's when you got to blow it up. That's when you got to have you know, have some different changes. And that's what they did with Dan Enos. I just don't know how much it's actually going to fix it. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. You got J.K. in Fairfield Bay. What's up, J.K.? Yeah, you know, all this hype with uh, KJ and Rocket. I don't really blame Rocket, but maybe he saw what was going on because it's just a mess. They call KJ and Rocket maybe some draft money, and that's what pisses me off, and I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate it, J.K.? Appreciate it, J.K. I mean, I think that that's the whole goes back to the thing of why I feel like it's just such a waste. Like, you know, Rocket's been injured, and Sam Pittman alluded to it today. It's like, yes, he is injured. He is, he is going through rehab. He's trying to get better. He was there on the sidelines on Saturday, and... I, I just I just hate the fact that a year ago this is what I think pisses me off the most, J.K. Because I agree with you on that. What pisses me off is that a year ago, Arkansas was a team that had a pretty good offense, not perfect, but a pretty good one. A, a one that was a top five in the SEC, and you had it going on, man. You had it going on, but your defense was so bad that it was costing you some games. Injuries cost you some games, and it was a problem. So what you do is you fix it. And this year, without question, you fixed the defense. Like The defense has been great, a lot better than I even thought it would be, at holding teams in position to keep the offense to win. But now the offense has just taken such a terrible turn. It's just unbelievable. That I just get so frustrated. How, like, how does that happen? How does it go so bad so quickly on this offense? Like, I mean, I don't know. Is it just as simple as Dan Enos? I don't think it is. I think well, it's everything. Coach Pittman didn't have an answer for that when asked about the offensive line because that was the question that was posed. How did the offensive line get to this point where they're this bad? He didn't have any answers. So mm-hmm. it, that's where it all started with his offense. We've been seeing that and we've been saying it all season that the offensive line was not protecting at a point where KJ was going to feel comfortable. They weren't running the ball well. And if you're not able to do that to begin on offense, then everything is going to get thrown out. Everything's going to go awry from there. Yeah, it came crumbling down. I know they didn't do it this way, but it almost makes me 
think like just because of how they've lost these games all by one possession, it's almost like, all right, well, whatever the other team's going to do, we're just going to make sure we do just under what they do offensively. <laughs> like, if they score seven points, we're going to make sure we only score three. If they score 24 points, we're only going to make sure we score 21. I know that's not the case, but that's kind of how it felt where the inconsistencies is just you never were good enough. You should have been better. You should have been out there scoring more points, having more production, being better decision-making, and you, you haven't been. And it's frustrating for so many reasons for that. And it just, again, it's, it, it's, you're throwing up your hands, not really knowing what to say or what to do. And it seems like Sam Pimmons had that same mentality, too. Let's go to LC in Lone Oak. What's up, LC? Oh, just a comment on uh, y'all's topic. And uh, anyway, uh, you know, as an offensive coordinator, uh, I'm 66 years old and I was a running back through high school or junior high and high school, which makes no difference. But, you know, you understand your offense, you understand your line, and as a coach, uh, you understand your quarterback real good. So uh, if I was coming in and they was to hire me today, just say, uh, coming off the street, I would go to my quarterback and I'd say, KK, what are you comfortable with? What do you think is going to work going forward and talk to my running back because you know what the line's doing for you and what they're not doing for you. Uh, uh, let's, let, let me hear your thoughts on offense, and let me see if we can implement that. And if you think it's going to work, hell, I'm going to try that, apart <laughs> from my friends there. And, and, uh, uh, and that can't be no worse than what they're doing, is I guess is what I'm saying. And, and you know, as, as any kind of a coach in college, that ought to be a simple understanding. You coach your players, and your players got to have heart. Well, we started off with some heart and building from a, a pretty young a group of people on the line, which was a mistake. And that's on Sam. And I don't. I wish him the best, and I hope he figures it out. But this ain't rocket scientist. I mean, you, you coach your ability that you got, and you give it your best. And if it ain't good enough, get busy at the end of the day. I'm going to hang up and listen. I appreciate it, Elsie. Thanks for calling in. Uh, I do know that something else Sam Pimmons said in the press conference, and I think it just kind of goes into more of what his coaching style is, whether it's good or not. But as we're seeing, it's you know, not exactly going well. But he gives a lot of freedom to his assistant coaches, and he just goes along with what they what they say and what they do. And he's up, it's up to you guys to to make it work. And I think that when he was reflecting on that, he went into saying that we gotta uh, have less volume of what's going into our offense. And I don't. And just this is just me and what I gathered from that. I don't think it's a volume of saying oh the playbook. I think it's a volume of just a getting to the point to where all right, KJ. Let's just do what you're good at. Let's let's utilize your strengths a lot more than what we've been doing. Or with Satania and uh, Tesla, who are the two players that got brought up in the example of that question, saying, hey, these, these guys are good at these things, so instead of trying to say, okay, that's one thing we can do, but then try to make them do a whole lot of other things too, let's just focus on what each and every player has got at their best and run those plays or have them be set up to have that type of success and just, instead of just trying to overflow it all and make it too complicated. Well, LC made a great point. I mean, that's something that should have happened when you make a coaching change and a coaching hire in the first place yeah. with Dan Enos coming in as the OC, and you do have an experienced quarterback in KJ who had been a starter for a couple of years. That's a conversation you have then to begin with. We don't know. It doesn't look like, you know, from the results that those conversations went that way. But at this point, and making this change, then that's exactly what needs to happen. And if that doesn't happen, then there are even bigger problems than we can imagine. Yeah, I just don't understand how, as an offensive coordinator or just an offense in general, you don't always just already do that. Like that would I'm not an offense coordinator, I've never been an offense coordinator, but if I was, my first thing would be coming in and say, All right, what do I got that's good? And I'm gonna just hammer that point home. I'm just gonna keep doing that. If I got something that's good, that's what I'm gonna keep doing. That's what I'm gonna utilize, that's when I'm gonna have the strength. And it just never has felt that way. It felt like the def- the offense was never comfortable this year. KJ was never comfortable. The running backs weren't comfortable. The offensive line wasn't comfortable. Nobody was comfortable. Nobody felt good. Nobody looked good. Not once this year. In fact, the Western Carolina game might have been the, the best-looking overall offense that we saw this season. I know they had some plays against LSU and whatnot, but it just never looked good. 
it never looked positive. It never had that. So that's just uh, it's just it's disgusting. <laughs> it's what it comes down to. It's just it's just so crazy how it happened this way. Larry's in Litterock. What's up, Larry? Hey guys, I, I, I'm going to just kind of follow on to what some of the other people are saying. But one thing that uh, I haven't heard anybody mention is, did y'all see they went, it was fourth and one, and they actually put KJ under center and drove it three yards? How about that? Three yards. They did it once, and then they went four and one. And where was he at? He was back in shot. I'm like, what are they doing? I mean, it's just like they see success, but then they do not go with what is working. I think, I, and Dan Enos was was the worst hire that he could have made because you know, as longer the longer he was here before, the worse he became as as the uh, OC. His last year was horrible. That's the reason he was gone that last year. So. You know, I I, I just I, I'm glad to see him gone. But guys, I, I, I mean, what I'm hearing out of Sam Pittman in that press conference is he knows that he, this is it for him. He's he's done at the end of the season because he sounds deflated. He sounds like he has nothing left. Sounds like he's just he's done. And so I think I think he already knows uh, he has these next four games, and that they're going to make a change. Um, um, that uh, Hunter check is, is, you know, has proven he's not he's not afraid to pull the trigger pretty quick. And to go back to, I mean, guys, we are back before when Sam Pittman got here. We're back to the same place we were at. We we have progressed. We have declined so much from where we have progressed. Now we're, we're total decline. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and just say it. You know, maybe he makes it another year. I don't know. Uh, I just feel like they're gonna make a change. And so I, I, I called in earlier. I'm going to go ahead, and my number one guy is Willie Prince at Tulane. Because if you look at what that man has done at Tulane, uh, he, look, they were they were talking about the possibility of being in the playoffs. I know they didn't go, but they, but there was talk about them going there, and they've only and they are six and one at this point in the season, or seven and one at this point. So, um, he, and he is a tremendous coach, and to do what he's done at Tulane. I think he could bring that enthusiasm here. Uh, he's got a fire. He sees him on the, on the sideline, and uh, and I and I know a lot of a lot of uh, universities are going to be after him. But what they need to do is uh, they need to pony up and pay whoever it is that they're going to get in there because putting, uh, paying somebody tenth in the SEC is not going to cut it. You're going to have to uh, pony up and go into the eight nine million to be able to get somebody in here good. And then you're going to see the results. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, Larry. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, because I, I agree with him on this point, too. Like, I mean, Sam Pittman's been deflated in all these press conferences, and rightfully so. I mean, the team's losing and everything. But considering where it's at, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, 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 a, if a change is made at the end of the year with, with Sam Pittman. I don't know if it'll be just straight-up firing. I don't know if it'll be one of those mutual departing of ways, maybe a resignation. A retirement. Or retirement. That's right, yeah, because we know that – Supposedly, this is his last job, which I believe him on that. But, I mean, it's one of those things I'm sure him and Hunter Juracek have had many discussions about. And he's probably discussed it with his team and with his players and with his coaching staff. They all know what's on the line here. And uh, they got, what is it now, four games. It's amazing. Four games left of the year. Can you salvage anything on it? Will it even matter in the end? Time will tell. But as far as coaching searches and everything goes, it's no point really getting to it until we actually have a coaching search to have. So we are going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. Coming up next, we will have what's trending in the world of sports. Get some headlines. I know Chris Gordy is going to be joining us here in about 20 or so minutes. Talk to him about everything in college football, but also some World Series action going on with him, too. And keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us.
We're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we are talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. Now through October 31st, our office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. The Can-Am Motorcycle Sales Event has been extended through October 31st at Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Come check out the Can-Am Riker Motorcycle and discover performance and comfort when you hit the open road. Save thousands with in-store discounts and get financing as low as 1.99%. Fall riding season is here, so get the best prices of the year on your new Can-Am Riker Motorcycle from Bradford Marine and ATV. Visit BradfordMarine.com today. Non-current models only. Always ride responsibly and safely. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hunting season has arrived in Arkansas. Alcoa Community FCU has the perfect loan to cover all your hunting adventures. Whether hunting the natural state and looking for a new travel trailer or going on an expedition. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union will help get you there with the perfect loan. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Take advantage of no payments for the rest of the year. 2023 Silverados is 0% with approved credit. 2.9% is available on 24 Equinox. And also take advantage of trading in a cell phone. You can get down payment allowance when trading in a current cell phone. You get $500, 550 for a flip phone, 600 for a brick phone, and 700 for a bag phone. 
Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, WatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get that service scheduled today. If you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. It is Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, and there are some things that are trending in the world of sports that we will get to, but still got a lot of people who have uh, been uh, calling and texting in, but here on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, we got a, a few people that have been chiming in, already got names being thrown around, like Jamie and Atkins, for instance, saying, back up the Brinks truck and bring Urban Meyer, and up truck up to Urban Meyer's house, and let us get out of this talking about a splash hire. Man, already moved on to Urban Meyer. Whew. It's worth a shot to make a call to him, but as we know, Urban Meyer, he's mentioned before that he's very calculated, so not necessarily the job that you would think he would take, but it's worth a shot when... If you're in that process of making a coaching hire, then uh, you want to look at all options that are available. Also from 501 says, Nobody, uh, nobody's opinion matters today. We're on a new track, and let's see where we go from here. So a little wait-and-see approach. I respect that. You could do that with the last four games left. And then also uh, from 501 says, let's put some blame on KJ. Three-yard pass, and he throws to the player's feet, not putting the ball where it could be caught. I think there's blame to go around for everybody. <laughs> Like, I think you know, Pittman even said in his press conference, too, today, he's like, yeah, you know, just firing Enos, it's not just suddenly going to make the offense go incredible full speed ahead. He's like, we got problems on our offensive line. We got problems with our tight ends. We got problems with our running backs. Like, we have a lot of problems that we need to fix and need to try to get it going. So, uh, this this letting go of Enos isn't just going to magically make everything get better. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of blame that's going around. So. It's a way to temper expectations. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Uh, Savage is in Capit. What's up, Savage? What's up, John? So, you're just talking about what I was going to call about. The players are still the same. And people are calling in on the fifth quarter show talking about dumbing down the offense. you got the, the old, this new OC, what, what's he can bring to the table? It's still the same players. You're not going to reinvent the wheel in four games. It's still going to be pretty much the same product. Just, I mean, what are we watching? They're going to hand the ball off twice and throw it east and west. That's Enos' offense, what we've seen, and that's why he got fired. John, what do you see this new interim OC? What do you see him doing with this team? Well, my hope is, Savage, that he's going to go in and, as Sam Pittman talked about, lowering the volume and maybe just – Try to, I don't want to say dumb it down or simplifying it, but just trying to utilize the strengths more of saying, all right, well, this, we know that this player is good in this situation. Let's put him in that situation more. Let's, uh, let's try not to make it to where we're having this long time where, he's, where KJ's sitting back in the pocket. Because you know he can't. You know he doesn't have time because the offensive line's been brutal. Right. So just find ways to not have their, never put KJ in that situation. Never put the offensive line in that situation. Because that was the thing that always just would frustrate me is, not necessarily the play calling of like routes and all that, which was a problem, I get it, but just stop putting guys in situations where they can't succeed because they just can't do it. They're not good enough to do it, so try something else. Just try to, try to get quick passes out for KJ. Try to you know, give Satania the ball right. in space and see what he can do with it. Just stuff like that. Just try it out. Do, do differently. Well, I think as fans, if they got the expectation you know, that there's going to be a different product on the field, I don't see that happening because you still got the same players. There may be some kind of wrinkle that they could possibly do, but you can't get the ball off. That's that's not KJ's fault. Throwing at their feet, well, you try getting stacked every every other down and see where you throw the ball, and it's got to be in his head. You know, the guy's shooting. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it's basketball season, John. <laughs> Tell you have a good one. Appreciate it, Savage. Thanks for calling in. Now, we did get to see a little bit of the basketball team on Friday. A little, a little good crowd there, so... Uh, you know, you won that game. The weekend wasn't all for naught for Razorback fans. So uh, I know we'll we'll talk about those things uh, in the Razor Hog update later in the show, too. Uh, real quick, let's squeeze in uh, Heath and Cabot. What's up, Heath? What's going on, guys? What's up, Heath? Yeah, I kind of like Savage's take. I mean, the same players. I mean, it's not like the wide receivers have been, like, lighting it up on the field. I mean, you got to admit, they're they're not really that good. They're not blocking. They're not, they're not really doing much of anything. They're running poor routes. So... I kind of like to think that falls back on the coach. So I'm not sure what Kenny Guyton's going to bring to the table. 
Um, probably going to be different, but that being said, I'm not even sure Pittman even fired Danny knows. I mean, the guy can't even make a call on a uh, go for it on fourth or kick a field goal. Uh, I don't trust that he He was probably told to let that guy go. So, I mean, you hear this press conference, he sounded like he didn't want to fire him. You know, it's not going to, offense isn't going to change just because we uh, fired Eno. I mean, I, I don't know, guys, but wouldn't you think it'd just uh, be better off to rip the Band-Aid off, let him finish the season? Hopefully they finish... I don't know, two and ten, three and nine, four and eight, the way that buyout drops and they can just let him go. Start the coaching search. I mean <laughs> wouldn't that be the best wouldn't that be the best case scenario? Heath, Heath, they've already made this change as a salvage to the season. They're not gonna go extreme and do that now. Especially with uh, you know, some of the hints of it could possibly be uh retirement or stepping away. You know, if it gets to that point, we don't know what next season holds. But let's just say that, um, you know, it plays out where Sam Pittman, he wants to step away or whatever. They're, they're going to allow him to go out a certain way and not just be extreme with it. So there's four games left. Right. I mean, there's, what, maybe, maybe two possible chances they're going to they, – they could win two more games. Maybe. I mean, I've got a feeling FIU's probably seen some tape already. <laughs> They're going to come to Fayetteville just believing they could beat Arkansas, and they very well may do it. But, I mean, I don't see them beating Florida in Gainesville, a place they've never won. They're that not going to be Missouri. tough anyway, Missouri's right? Missouri's good. That was going to be tough anyway, regardless. I mean, Missouri's good. <laughs> I mean, and, and Auburn looks like, I mean, they, they played on this stuff. If they come to Fayetteville and play that game, they're probably going to win. I mean, I don't... If they can win one more game, I guess that would be a success. But, I mean, no, I just feel it, like it, that. No, it's, it's not. It wouldn't be. We we know better than that. So, I mean, I guess if that's the case, then why would they even get rid of Enos right now? Is that just something that, uh It's a desperation you know, maybe... move. It's a desperation move to try to make something happen. But I'm, as as you're saying it and, you know, a lot of other people – don't expect anything just to turn completely around. And Coach Pittman even said that himself. Well, i tell you what. If there's names, as long as names are being thrown out there, I would see what they could do about getting Cliff Kingsbury to Fayetteville. I mean, you know, he's a great quarterback coach, great offensive mind, and he's coached some pretty good players. Uh, I mean, I don't know what he's – I don't know if Arizona's still paying them or what that is about, but, I mean, you had a gentleman caller earlier. If they want somebody that's going to turn it around, instead of having the same pattern of hiring a coach every four years, they got to put out some money. And i got to believe there's some money deep in Fayetteville where they could pay $8, 9000000 million to get somebody that's, you know, at least reputable to, uh, to come here and coach. But, uh, I mean, you know, Pittman's such a nice guy. He's such a good-hearted, nice guy. You hate to see him fail, but I just feel like he was in over his head. And you know, that 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 season they won nine games. Credit that to the super team. Yeah, appreciate the call there, uh, Heath. We got to go. We got Chris Gordy coming up in the second hour of Out of Bounds is up next. So stay with us. Landon Jackson joins Morning Mayhem each Friday, presented by Arkansas Storm Shelters, serving Arkansas for 16 years. Find them at ArkansasStormShelter.com. Enjoy happy hour at Twin Peaks every Monday through Friday from 2 to 7 with sweet deals like dollar off all wine, liquor, cheap shots, and freezing cold 29-degree draft brews. Feeling snacky? They also have $2 